Sundry Godly Prayers for Diverse Purposes by the Church of England. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. For the King Almighty God, whose kingdom is everlasting and power infinite, have mercy upon the whole congregation, and so rule the heart of thy chosen servant, Edward the Sixth, our King and Governor, that he, knowing whose minister he is, may above all things seek thine honour and glory, and that we his subjects, duly considering whose authority he hath, may faithfully serve, honour, and humbly obey him in thee and for thee, according to thy blessed word and ordinance, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who with thee and the Holy Ghost liveth and reigneth ever one God, world without end. Amen. Another for the King. Almighty and everlasting God, we be taught by thy holy word that the hearts of kings are in thy rule and governance, and that thou dost dispose and turn them as it seemeth best to thy godly wisdom. We humbly beseech thee so to dispose and govern the heart of King Edward the Sixth, thy servant, our King and Governor, that in all his thoughts, words, and works, he may ever seek thy honour and glory, and study to preserve thy people committed to his charge in wealth, in peace and godliness. Grant this, O merciful Father, for thy dear Son's sake, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. For the King. O Almighty God, King of kings and Lord of lords, which by thy divine ordinance hast appointed temporal rulers to govern thy people according to equity and justice, and to live among them as a loving father among his natural children, for the advancement of the good and punishment of the evil. We most humbly beseech thee favourably to behold Edward the Sixth, thy servant, our King and Governor, and to breathe into his heart through thy Holy Spirit the wisdom that is ever about the throne of thy majesty, whereby he may be provoked, moved, and stirred to love, fear, and serve thee, to seek thy glory, to banish idolatry, superstition, and hypocrisy out of this realm, and unfeignedly to advance thy holy and pure religion among us his subjects, unto the example of other foreign nations. O Lord, defend him from his enemies, send him a long and prosperous life among us, and give him grace not only in his own person, godly and justly to rule, but also to appoint such magistrates under him, as may be likewise affected both towards thy holy word, and also toward the commonwealth, that we, his subjects, living under his dominion in all godliness, peace, and wealth, may pass the time of this our short pilgrimage in thy fear and service unto the glory of thy blessed name, which alone is worthy all honour for ever and ever. Amen. For the King's Counsel It is written, O most mighty and everlasting King, that where many are that give good counsel, there goeth it well with the common people. There are all things conserved in a good and seemly order. There doth the public wealth flourish with the abundance of all good things. It may please, therefore, O Lord, which hast the hearts of all rulers in thy hand, and directest their counsels unto what end it is thy good pleasure, mercifully to assist all those which are of the king's most honourable counsel, and to give them thy Holy Spirit to be their president, ruler, and governor, that in all their assemblies they may ever set before their eyes thy most high and prince-like majesty, the fear of thy name, the accomplishment of thy commandments, and always remember that they are servants appointed for the wealth and commodity of the king and his people, executing true judgment indifferently towards all the king's subjects through justice and mercy, being void of all covetousness, that whatsoever they attempt privately or openly, may turn to the glory of thy blessed name, to the setting forth of thy holy word, to the advancement of the king's honour, to the profit of the commons, to the destruction of vice, and to the commendation of virtue. Give them grace, O most merciful Father, so with one mind in all godly and virtuous things, that they, ruling righteously, and we living obediently, may altogether, with quiet hearts and free consciences, praise and magnify thee, our Lord God, for ever and ever. Amen. For Judges O God, Thou most righteous judge, which commandest by Thy holy word such to be chosen judges over Thy people, as be of approved conversation, wise and learned in Thy holy laws, and fear Thee, their Lord God, 
and such as both are true themselves and also love truth and hate covetousness we beseech thee to send us such judges as thy holy sacred scriptures do paint and set forth unto us and so to rule their hearts with thy holy spirit that in their judgments they admit no false accusations have no respect of persons neither to be desirous of gifts which make wise men blind and corrupt the causes of the righteous nor yet give sentence with the ungodly for bribes but that they have always thy fear before their eyes and knowing that they execute the judgment not of man but of their lord god may hear indifferently all matters judge according to equity and justice deliver the oppressed from the power of the violent be favourable to the stranger defend the fatherless and widow plead the cause of the righteous help the poor advance virtue suppress vice and in all both their words and works so behave themselves as though they should straightways appear before the righteous throne of thy majesty and render accounts of their doings grant this most merciful father for thy dear son's sake jesus christ our lord amen for bishops spiritual pastors and ministers of god's word o lord jesus christ most true pastor shepherd and herdman of our souls we most humbly beseech thee mercifully to behold thy poor and scattered flock whom thou hast purchased with thy most precious blood and to send them such shepherds as both can and will diligently seek up the lost sheep lovingly lay them on their shoulders and faithfully bring them home again to the sheepfold take away from us o lord all such wicked ministers as to face thy glory corrupt thy blessed word despise thy flock and feed themselves and not thy sheep and in their rooms vouchsafe to place good bishops learned preachers faithful teachers godly ministers and diligent flock feeders even such as have a fervent and unfeigned zeal toward the setting forth of thy glory health of thy people endue them with thy holy spirit that they may be faithful wise and discreet servants giving thy household meat in due season give them that thy wisdom which no man is able to resist wherewith also they may be both able to exhort with wholesome doctrine and also to convict and overcome them that speak against it finally grant we pray thee most merciful saviour that in all things they may so behave themselves according to thy blessed will and commandment that when thou the most high bishop and chief shepherd shalt appear they may receive the uncorruptible crown of glory amen for gentlemen albeit whatsoever is born of flesh is flesh and all that we receive of our natural parents is earth dust ashes and corruption so that no child of adam hath any cause to boast himself of his birth and blood seeing we have all one flesh and one blood begotten in sin conceived in uncleanness and born by nature of the children of wrath yet forasmuch as some for their wisdom godliness virtue valiantness strength eloquence learning and policy be advanced above the common sort of people unto dignities and temporal promotions as men worthy to have superiority in a christian commonwealth and by this means have obtained among the people a more noble and worthy name we most entirely beseech thee from whom alone cometh the true nobility to so many as are born of thee and made thy sons through faith whether they be rich or poor noble or unnoble to give a good spirit to our superiors that as they be called gentlemen in name so they may show themselves in all their doings gentle courteous loving pitiful and liberal unto their inferiors living among them as natural fathers among their children not polling pilling and oppressing them but favouring helping and cherishing them not destroyers but fathers of the commonalty not enemies to the poor but aiders helpers and comforters of them that when thou shalt call them from this veil of wretchedness they afore showing gentleness to the common people may receive gentleness again at thy merciful hand even everlasting life through jesus christ our lord amen for landlords the earth is thine o lord and all that is contained therein notwithstanding thou hast given the possession thereof unto the children of men to pass over the time of their short pilgrimage in this vale of misery we heartily pray thee 
to send thy Holy Spirit into the hearts of them that possess the grounds, pastures, and dwelling places of the earth, that they, remembering themselves to be thy tenants, may not rack and stretch out the rents of their houses and lands, nor yet take unreasonable fines and incomes after the manner of covetous worldlings, but so let them out to other, that the inhabitants thereof may both be able to pay the rents, and also honestly to live, to nourish their families, and to relieve the poor. Give them grace also to consider that they are but strangers and pilgrims in this world, having here no dwelling place, but seeking one to come, that they, remembering the short continuance of their life, may be content with that that is sufficient, and not join house to house, nor couple land to land, to the impoverishment of other. But so behave themselves in letting out their tenements, lands, and pastures, that after this life they may be received into everlasting dwelling places, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. For merchants, Almighty God, maker and disposer of all things, which has placed thy creatures necessary for the use of men in diverse lands and sundry countries, yea, and that unto this end, that all kinds of men should be knit together in unity and love, seeing we have all need one of another's help, one country of another's commodity, one realm of another realm's gifts and fruits. We beseech thee to preserve and keep all such as travel either by land or sea, for the getting of things that be necessary for the wealth of the realms or countries where they dwell, and not to bring in vain trifles or unprofitable merchandise to the enticing and impoverishing of the commonwealth. Give them, gracious Lord, safe passage both in their going and coming, that they, having prosperous journeys, may show themselves thankful to thee, and beneficial to their neighbours, and so occupy their merchandise without fraud, guile, or deceit, that the commonwealth may prosper, and flourish with the abundance of worldly things, through their godly and righteous travails, unto the glory of thy name. Amen. For Lawyers We know, O Lord, that the law is good, if a man use it lawfully, given of thee as a singular gift unto the children of men, for maintenance of godly orders, for putting away of iniquity and wrongs, for restoring of men unto their right, for the advancement of virtue and punishment of vice, we most heartily pray thee, which art the lawgiver, which alone is able to save and to destroy, from whom also cometh all wisdom and prudence and knowledge, so to rule through the governance of thy Holy Spirit the hearts of lawyers, that they with discretion and indifferency, hearing men's causes, being in controversy, and weighing them justly and truly according to the truth and equity of the law, may without partiality both faithfully give counsel, and also indifferently pronounce of all such causes as be brought unto them, and by no means suffer themselves to be corrupted with bribes and gifts which blind the eyes of the wise and subvert true judgment, but grant them to walk so uprightly in all men's matters, that they, seeking with godly travails a quietness among men in this world, may after their departure from this troublous vale of misery enjoy everlasting rest and quietness in thy heavenly mansion, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. For labourers and men of occupations. As the bird is born to fly, so is man born to labour. For thou, O Lord, hast commanded by thy holy word that man shall eat his bread in the labour of his hands and in the sweat of his face. Yea, thou hast given commandment that if any man will not labour, the same should not eat. Thou requirest of us also that we withdraw ourselves from every brother that walketh inordinately, and giveth not his mind unto labour, so that thy godly pleasure is that no man be idle, but every man labour according to his vocation and calling. We most humbly beseech thee to grave in the hearts of all labourers and workmen a willing disposition to travail for their living, according to thy word, and to bless the labourers' pains and travails of all such as either till the earth or exercise any other handicraft, that they, studying to be quiet and to meddle with their own business, and to work with their own hand, and through thy blessing enjoying the fruits of their labours, may knowledge thee, the giver of all good things, and glorify thy holy name. Amen. For rich men. Albeit, O Lord, thou art the giver of all good things, and through thy blessing men become rich, that are godly and justly rich. 
yet are we taught in thy divine scriptures that riches and the cares of worldly things smother and choke up thy holy word and that it is more easy for a gable rope to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven again that they which will be rich fall into temptation and snares and into many foolish and noisome lusts which whelm men into perdition and destruction for covetousness is the root of all evil we therefore perceiving by thy blessed word so many incommodities yea pestilences of man's salvation to accompany riches most entirely beseech thee to bless such as thou hast made rich with a good humble loving and free mind that they remembering themselves to be thy dispensers and stewards may not set their minds upon the deceitful treasures of this world which are more brittle than glass and more vain than smoke nor yet heap up thick clay against themselves but liberally and cheerfully bestow part of such goods as thou hast committed unto them upon their poor neighbours make them friends of this wicked mammon be merciful to the needy be rich in good works and ready to give and distribute to the necessity of the saints laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come that they may obtain everlasting life through jesus christ thy son and our lord amen for poor people as riches so likewise poverty is thy gift o lord and as thou hast made some rich to despise the worldly goods so hast thou appointed some to be poor that they may receive thy benefits at the rich men's hands and as the godly rich are well beloved of thee so in like manner are the poor if they bear the cross of poverty patiently and thankfully for good and evil life and death poverty and riches are of thee o lord we therefore most humbly pray thee to give a good spirit to all such as it hath pleased thee to burden with the yoke of poverty they may with a patient and thankful heart walk in their state like to that poor lazar of whom we read in the gospel of thy well-beloved son which chose rather patiently and godly to die than unjustly or by force to get any man's goods and by no means envy murmur or grudge against such as it hath pleased thee to endue with more abundance of worldly goods but knowing their state although never so humble and base to be of thee their lord god and that thou wilt not forsake them in this their great need but send them things necessary for their poor life may continually praise thee and hope for better things in the world to come through thy son jesus christ our lord amen the prayer of a true subject as it is thy godly appointment o lord god that some should bear rule in this world to see thy glory set forth and the common peace kept so it is thy pleasure again that some should be subjects and inferiors to others in their vocation although before thee there is no respect of persons and forasmuch it is thy godly will and pleasure to appoint and set me in the number of subjects i beseech thee to give me a faithful and obedient heart unto the high powers that there may be found in me no disobedience no unfaithfulness no treason no falsehood no dissimulation no insurrection no commotion no conspiracy nor any kind of rebellion in word or in deed against the civil magistrates but all faithfulness obedience quietness subjection humility and whatsoever else becometh a subject that i living here in all lowness of mind may at the last day through thy favour be lifted up into everlasting glory where thou most merciful father with thy son and the holy ghost livest and reignest very god for ever and ever amen for fathers and mothers the fruit of the womb and the multitude of children is thy gift and blessing o lord god given to this end that they may live to thy glory and the commodity of their neighbour forasmuch therefore as thou of thy goodness hast given me children i beseech thee give me also grace to train them up even from their cradles in thy nurture and doctrine in thy holy laws and blessed ordinances that from their very young age they may know thee believe in thee fear love and obey thee and diligently walk in thy commandments all the days of their life unto the praise of thy glorious name through jesus christ our lord amen of children 
Thou hast given a commandment in thy law, O Heavenly Father, that children should honour their fathers and mothers. I most humbly beseech thee, therefore, to breathe thy Holy Spirit into my breast, that I may reverence and honour my father and mother, not only with outward gestures of my body, but also with the unfeigned affection of my heart. Love them, obey them, pray for them, help them, and do for them both in word and deed, whatsoever lieth in my power, that thou, seeing my unfeigned hearty good will towards my parents, mayest become my loving heavenly Father, and number me among those thy children, whom from everlasting thou hast appointed to be heirs of thy glorious kingdom. Through thy well-beloved Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Of Masters, thy commandment is by thine holy apostle, O most merciful Lord Christ, that masters should entreat their servants gently, putting away threatenings, and doing that unto them which is just and equal, forasmuch as we also have a master in heaven, with whom there is no respect of persons. Grant, I most heartily pray thee, that I may so order my servants, that I attempt no unrighteousness against them, but that I may so use my rule and authority over them, that I may always remember that thou art the common lord of all, and we all thy servants. Again, that I may not forget, that we be all brethren, having one father, which is in heaven, and look for one glorious kingdom, where thou, with the Father and Holy Ghost, livest and reignest, true and everlasting God, for ever. Amen. Of Servants O Lord Jesus Christ, we are commanded by thy blessed apostles that we should honour and obey our bodily masters in fear and trembling, not only if they be good and courteous, but also though they be froward, and serve them not unto the eye as men pleases, but with singleness of heart, not churlishly answering them again, nor picking or stealing or conveying away any part of their goods unjustly, but showing all good faithfulness unto our masters, as though we served God and not men. Grant me grace, I most humbly beseech thee, so to serve my master and my superiors, that there may be found no fault in me, but that I, behaving myself uprightly, justly, faithfully and truly in my vocation, may do worship to the doctrine of Thee, my God and Saviour, in all things. Amen. Of Maids There is nothing that becometh a maid better than silence, shamefacedness, and chastity of both body and mind. For these things being once lost, she is no more a maid but a strumpet in the sight of God, howsoever she disguiseth herself and dissembleth with the world. I, therefore, most humbly beseech thee, O merciful Father, from whom cometh every good and perfect gift, and without whom we are able to do nothing, that thou wilt so order my tongue and dispose my talk, that I speak nothing but that become my state, age, and person, neither that I delight to hear any talk that might in any point move me to lewdness, seeing that evil words corrupt good manners. Give me also such shamefacedness as may pluck me away from the delectation either of thinking, speaking, hearing, seeing, or doing evil, that my whole delight may be in virtue, in godliness, in eschewing idleness, in giving myself continually to some godly exercise, but above all things in thinking and speaking of thee, in reading thy blessed word and heavenly law, which is a lantern to my feet and a light to my paths. Moreover, suffer neither my mind to be defiled with evil thoughts, nor my body to be corrupted with any kind of uncleanness, but give me grace so to order myself in eschewing idleness and wanton wicked company, that my mind being free from evil affects, and my body clear from all uncleanness, I may be found a meet temple for the Holy Ghost to inhabit. And if it be thy good pleasure hereafter to call me unto the honourable state of matrimony, that I may bring also unto my husband a pure and undefiled body, and so to live with him in thy fear, unto the praise and glory of thy blessed name. Amen. Of single men. Lord, thou hast commanded by thy holy apostle that we should abstain from fornication, and that every one of us should know how to keep his vessel, that is to say his body, in holiness and honour, and not in the lust of concupiscence as do the heathen, which know not God. I beseech thee, give me grace to behave myself according to this thy holy commandment, that in this time of my single life I defile not my body with whoredom or any other uncleanness, 
but so order myself with all honesty and pureness of life that i may glorify thee my lord god both in body and spirit amen of husbands forasmuch o heavenly father as thou hast called me from the single life unto the holy state of honourable wedlock which is thy good and blessed ordinance for all them to live in that have not the gift of continence and hast given me a woman to wife that i living with her in thy fear may avoid all uncleanness i most heartily pray thee give me grace to live with her according to thy godly pleasure kill in me all filthy and fleshly lusts suffer me not to delight in any strange flesh but to content myself only with her love to love her as christ loved the congregation to cherish her as i would cherish mine own body to provide for her according to my ability to instruct her with the knowledge of thy blessed word quietly and peaceably to live with her and to agree together in such perfect concord and unity as is found among many members in one body seeing now that we also are no more two but one flesh that other seeing our godly and quiet conversation may hereby be provoked to forsake their filthy living and to embrace the holy state of honourable wedlock unto the glory and praise of thy holy name amen of wives o lord forasmuch as thou of thy fatherly goodness hast vouchsafed to keep me from my tender age unto this present and hast now called me from my single life unto the holy state of honourable wedlock that i living therein might according to thine ordinances bring forth children unto thy glory give me grace i most entirely beseech thee to walk worthy of my vocation to knowledge my husband to be my head to be subject unto him to learn thy blessed word of him to reverence him to obey him to please him to be ruled by him peaceably and quietly to live with him to wear such apparel as is meet for my degree and by no means to delight in costly jewels and proud gallant vestures but always to use such clothing as become a sober christian woman circumspectly and warily to look unto my household that nothing perish through my negligence and always have a diligent eye that no dishonesty no wickedness no ungodliness be committed in my house but in it all things be ordered according to thy holy will which art worthy all honour glory and praise for ever and ever amen of householders to have children and servants is thy blessing o lord but not to order them according to thy word deserveth thy dreadful curse grant therefore that as thou hast blessed me with an household so may i diligently watch that nothing be committed of the same that might offend thy fatherly goodness and be an occasion of turning thy blessing into cursing but that so many as thou hast committed to my charge may eschew all vice embrace all virtue live in thy fear call upon thy holy name learn thy blessed commandments hear thy holy word and avoid idleness diligently exercise themselves every one in his office according to their vocation and calling unto the glory of thy most honourable name amen of all christians albeit o heavenly father all we that unfeignedly profess thy holy religion and faithfully call on thy blessed name are thy sons and heirs of everlasting glory yet as all the members of a body have not one office so likewise we being many and making one body whereof thy dearly beloved son is the head have not all one gift neither are we all called to one office but it hath pleased thee to distribute so receive we we therefore most humbly pray thee to send the spirit of love with concord among us and that without any disorder or debate every one of us may be content with our calling quietly live in the same study to do good unto all men by the true and diligent exercise thereof without too much seeking of our own private gain and so order our life in all points according to thy godly will that by well-doing we may stop the mouths of such foolish and ignorant people as report us to be evil-doers and cause them through our good works to glorify thee our lord god in the day of visitation amen a prayer meet for all men and to be said at all times most merciful father grant me to covet with an ardent mind those things which may please thee to search them wisely to know them truly and to fulfil them perfectly to the lord and glory of thy name order my living so that i may do that which thou requirest of me and give me grace 
that I may know it, and have will and power to do it, and that I may obtain those things which be most convenient for my soul. Gracious Lord, make my way sure and straight to thee, so that I fall not between prosperity and adversity, but that in prosperous things I may give thee thanks, and in adversity be patient, so that I be not lift up with the one, nor oppressed with the other, and that I may rejoice in nothing but that which moveth me to thee, nor to be sorry for nothing, but for those things which draw me from thee, despising to please nobody, nor fearing to displease any besides thee. Most loving Father, let all worldly things be vile unto me for thee, and be thou my most special comfort above all. Let me not be merry with the joy that is without thee, and let me desire nothing besides thee. Let all labour delight me which is for thee, and let all the rest weary me which is not in thee. Make to lift up my heart oftentimes to thee, and when I fall make me think on thee, and be sorry with a steadfast purpose of amendment. Loving Lord, make me humble without feigning, merry without lightness, sad without mistrust, sober without dullness, true without doubleness, fearing thee without desperation, trusting in thee without presumption, telling my neighbours their faults meekly without dissimulation, teaching them with words and examples without any mockings, obedient without arguing, patient without grudging, and pure without corruption. Give me also, I beseech thee, a waking spirit, that no curious thought withdraw me from thee. Let it be so strong that no filthy affection draw me backward, so stable that no tribulation break it. Grant me also to know thee, diligent to seek a godly conversation to please thee, and finally hope to embrace thee, for the precious blood's sake of that immaculate Lamb, our only Saviour Jesus Christ, to whom with thee, O Father and the Holy Ghost, three persons and one God, be all honour and glory, world without end. General prayers to be said. For the grace and favour of God. Whosoever liveth without thy grace and favour, O most gracious and favourable Lord, although for a time he walloweth in all kind of fleshly pleasures, and abound with so much worldly riches, yet is he nothing else but the wretched bondslave of Satan, and the vile dunghill of sin. All his pleasure is extreme poison, all his wealth is nothing but plain beggary. For what felicity can there be where thy grace and favour wanteth? But where thy grace and favour is present, though the devil roar, the world rage, the flesh swell, there is true blessedness, unfeigned pleasure, and continual wealth. Pour down, therefore, thy heavenly grace and fatherly favour upon us, that we, being assured of thy favourable goodness towards us, may rejoice and glory in thee, and have merry hearts, whensoever we be most assailed with any kind of adversity, be it poverty or sickness, loss of friends or persecution for thy name's sake, to whom be glory for ever. Amen. For the gift of the Holy Ghost. So frail is our nature, so vile is our flesh, so lewd is our heart, so corrupt are our affects, so wicked are all our thoughts, even from our childhood upwards, that of ourselves we can neither think, breathe, speak, or do anything that is praiseworthy in thy sight, O Heavenly Father. Yea, except thou dost assist us with thy merciful goodness, all things are so far out of frame in us, that we see nothing present in ourselves but thy heavy displeasure and eternal damnation. Vouchsafe, therefore, O sweet Father, to send thy Holy Spirit unto us, which may make us new creatures. Put away from us all fleshly lusts, fill our hearts with new affects and spiritual motions, and so altogether renew us, both in body and soul, through his godly inspiration, that we may die unto old Adam and live unto thee in newness of life, serving thee, our Lord God, in holiness and righteousness all the days of our life. Amen for the true knowledge of ourselves. It is written in thy holy gospel, most loving Saviour, that thou camest into this world not to call the righteous, that is, such as justify themselves, but sinners unto repentance. Suffer me not, therefore, O Lord, to be in the number of those justiciaries, which, boasting their own righteousness, their own works and merits, despise that righteousness that cometh by faith, which alone is allowable before thee. Give me grace, to knowledge mine own self as I am, even the son of wrath by nature, a wretched sinner, and an unprofitable servant. 
and wholly to depend on thy merciful goodness with a strong and unshaken faith that in this world thou mayest continually call me unto true repentance seeing i continually sin and in the world to come bring me unto everlasting glory amen for a pure and clean heart the heart of man naturally is lewd and unsearchable through the multitude of sins which as in a stinking dunghill lie buried in it insomuch that no man is able to say my heart is clean and i am clear from sin remove from me therefore o heavenly father my lewd stony stubborn stinking and unfaithful heart create in me a clean heart free from all noisome and ungodly thoughts breathe into my heart by thy holy spirit godly and spiritual motions that out of the good treasure of the heart i may bring forth good things unto the praise and glory of thy name amen for a quiet conscience the wicked is like a raging sea which is never in quiet neither is there any peace to the ungodly but such as love thy law o lord they have plenty of peace they have quiet minds and contented consciences which is the greatest treasure under the sun given of thee to so many as seek it at thy hand with true faith and continual prayer give me o lord that joyful jewel even a quiet mind and a contented conscience that i being free from the damnable accusations of satan from the crafty persuasions of the world from the subtle enticements of the flesh from the heavy curse of the law and fully persuaded of thy merciful goodness toward me through faith in thy son christ jesus may quietly serve thee both bodily and ghostly in holiness and righteousness all the days of my life amen for faith forasmuch as nothing pleaseth thee that is done without faith appear it before the blind world never so beautiful and commendable but is counted in thy sight sinful and damnable yea the self-sin and damnation this is most humbly to desire thee o father for christ's sake to breathe into my heart by thy holy spirit this most precious and singular gift of faith which worketh by charity whereby also we are justified and received into thy favour that i truly believing in thee and fully persuaded of the truth of thy holy word may be made thy son and inheritor of everlasting glory through jesus christ our lord amen for charity thy cognizance and badge whereby thy disciples are known o lord and saviour jesus christ is charity or love which cometh out of a pure heart and a good conscience and of faith unfeigned i pray thee therefore give me this christian love and perfect charity that i may love thee my lord god with all my heart with all my mind with all my soul and with all my strengths doing always of very love that only which is pleasant in thy sight again that i may love my neighbour and christian brother as myself wishing as well to him as to myself and ready at all times to do for him whatsoever lieth in my power that when we all shall stand before thy dreadful judging place i being known by thy badge may be numbered among thy disciples and so through thy mercy receive the reward of eternal glory amen for patience when thou livedst in this world o lord christ thou showed thyself a mere mirror of perfect patience suffering quietly not only the spiteful words but also cruel deeds of thy most cruel enemies forgiving them and praying for them which most tyrant-like handled thee give me grace o most meek and loving lamb of god to follow this thy patience quietly to bear the slanderous words of mine adversaries patiently to suffer the cruel deeds of mine enemies to forgive them to pray for them yea to do good for them and by no means to about once to avenge myself but rather give place unto wrath seeing that vengeance is thine and thou wilt reward seeing also that thou helpest them to their right that suffer wrong that i thus patiently suffering all evils may afterward reign with thee in glory amen for humility what have we o heavenly father that we have not received every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from thee which art the father of lights seeing then all that we have is thine whether it pertain to the body or to the soul how can we be proud and to boast ourselves of that which is none of our own seeing also that as to give so also to take away again thou art able and wilt 
whensoever thy gifts be abused, and thou not knowledge to be the giver of them. Take therefore away from me all pride and haughtiness of mind. Graft in me true humility, that I may knowledge thee, the giver of all good things, be thankful unto thee for them, and use them unto thy glory and the profit of my neighbour. Grant also that all my glory and rejoicing may be in no earthly creatures, but in thee alone, which dost mercy, equity, and righteousness upon earth. To thee alone be all glory. Amen. For Mercifulness Thy dearly beloved Son, in his holy gospel, exhorteth us to be merciful, even as thou, our heavenly Father, art merciful, and promisest that, if we be merciful to other, we shall obtain mercy of thee, which art the Father of mercies, and God of all consolation. Grant, therefore, that, forasmuch as thou art our Father, and we thy children, we may resemble thee in all our life and conversation, and that, as thou art beneficial and liberal, not only to the good but also to the evil, so we likewise may show ourselves merciful, gentle, and liberal to so many as have need of our help, that at the dreadful day of doom we shall be found in the number of those merciful, whom thou shalt appoint by thy only begotten Son to go into everlasting life, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honour and praise. Amen. For True Godliness in thy law, O thou maker of heaven and earth, thou hast appointed us a way to walk in, and hast commanded that we should turn neither on the right hand nor on the left, but do according to thy good will and pleasure, without adding to our own good intents and fleshly imaginations. As thou hast commanded, so give me grace, good Lord, to do. Let me neither follow mine own will nor the fancies of other men, Neither let me be beguiled with the visor of old customs, long usages, father's decrees, ancient laws, nor any other thing that fighteth with thy holy ordinances and blessed commandments. But faithfully believe, and steadfastly confess that to be the true godliness which is learnt in thy holy Bible, and according unto that to order my life unto the praise of thy holy name. Amen. For the true understanding of God's word. O Lord, as thou alone art the author of the holy scriptures, so likewise can no man, although he be never so wise, politic, and learned, understand them, except he be taught by thy Holy Spirit, which alone is the schoolmaster to lead the faithful into all truth. Vouchsafe, therefore, I most humbly beseech thee to breathe into my heart thy blessed Spirit, which may renew the senses of my mind, open my wits, reveal unto me the true understanding of thy holy mysteries, and plant in me such a certain and infallible knowledge of thy truth, that no subtle persuasion of man's wisdom may pluck me from thy truth, but that, as I have learnt the true understanding of thy blessed will, so I may remain in the same continually, come life, come death, unto the glory of thy blessed name. Amen. For a life agreeable to our knowledge. As I have prayed unto thee, O Heavenly Father, to be taught the true understanding of thy blessed word by thy Holy Spirit, so I most entirely beseech thee to give me grace to lead a life agreeable to my knowledge. Suffer me not to be of the number of them which profess that they know God with their mouth, but deny him with their deeds. Let me not be like unto that son which said unto his father, that he would labour in his vineyard, and yet laboured nothing at all, but went abroad, loitering idly. Make me rather like unto that good and fruitful land, which yieldeth again her seed with great increase, that men, seeing my good works, may glorify thee, my heavenly Father. Amen. For the health of the body. I feel in myself, O merciful Saviour, how grievous a prison this my body is unto my soul, which continually wisheth to be loosed out of this vile carcass, and to come unto thee, seeing it hath here no rest, but is at every hour vexed with the filthy lusts of the flesh, with the wicked assaults of the devil and the world, and is never at quiet, but always in danger to be overcome of her enemies, were it not preserved of thy goodness by the mystery and service-doing of thy holy angels. Notwithstanding, O most loving Lord, forasmuch as it is thy good pleasure that my body and soul shall still remain here together, as yet in this vale of misery, I beseech thee to preserve my soul from all vice, and my body from all sickness, that I, enjoying through thy benefit the health both of body and soul, may be the more able to serve thee and my neighbour. 
in such works as are acceptable in thy sight. Amen. For a good name. Nothing become the professor of thy name better, O Heavenly Father, than so to behave himself according to his profession, that he may be well reported of them that be of the household of faith. Yea, such sincerity and pureness of life ought to be in them which profess thy holy name, that the very adversaries of thy truth should be ashamed once to mutter against them. Give me grace, therefore, I most entirely desire thee, so to frame my life according to the rule of thy blessed word, that I may give no occasion to speak evil of me, but rather so to live in my vocation, that I may be an example to others, to live godly and virtuously, unto the honour and praise of thy glorious name. Amen. For a competent living. Although I doubt not of thy fatherly provision for this my poor and needy life, yet forasmuch as thou hast both commanded and taught me by thy dear son to pray unto thee for things necessary for this my life i am bold at this present to come unto thy divine majesty most humbly beseeching thee that as thou hast given me life so thou wilt give me meat and drink to sustain the same again as thou hast given me a body so wilt thou give me clothes to cover it that i having sufficient for my living may the more freely and with the quieter mind apply myself unto thy service and honour Amen. For a patient and thankful heart in sickness. Whom thou lovest, O Lord, him dost thou chasten. Yea, every son that thou receivest, thou scourgest, and in so doing thou offerest thyself unto him, as a father unto his son. For what son is whom the father chasteneth not? Grant therefore, I most heartily pray thee, that whensoever thou layest thy cross on me, and visitest me with thy loving scourge of sickness, I may by no means strive against thy fatherly pleasure, but patiently and thankfully abide thy chastisement, ever being persuaded that it is for the health both of my body and soul, and that by this means thou workest my salvation, subduest the flesh unto the spirit, and makest me a new creature, that I may hereafter serve thee the more freely, and continue in thy fear unto my life's end. Amen. For strength against the devil, the world, and the flesh. O Lord God, the devil goeth about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. The flesh lusteth against the spirit, the world persuadeth unto vanities, that we may forget thee, our Lord God, and so forever be damned. Thus are we miserably on every side besieged of cruel and unrestful enemies, and like at every moment to perish, if we be not defended with thy godly power against their tyranny. I therefore, poor and wretched sinner, despairing of my own strength, which indeed is none, most heartily pray thee to endue me with strength from above, that I may be able through thy help with strong faith to resist Satan, with fervent prayer to mortify the raging lusts of the flesh, with continual meditation of thy holy law to avoid the foolish vanities and transitory pleasures of this wicked world, that I, through thy grace, being set at liberty from the power of mine enemies, may live and serve thee in holiness and righteousness all the days of my life. For the help of God's holy angels. An infinite number of wicked angels are there, O Lord Christ, which without ceasing seek my destruction. Against this exceeding great multitude of evil spirits, send thou me thy blessed and heavenly angels, which may pitch their tents round about me, and so deliver me from their tyranny. Thou, O God, hast devoured hell, and overcome the prince of darkness with all his ministers. Yea, and that not for thyself, but for them that believe in thee. Suffer me not, therefore, to be overcome of Satan, nor of his servants, but rather let me triumph over them, that I, through strong faith and the help of thy blessed angels, having the victory of the hellish army, may with a joyful heart say, Death, where is thy sting? Hell, where is thy victory? And so for ever and ever magnify thy holy name. Amen. For the glory of heaven. The joys, O Lord, which thou hast prepared for them that love thee, no eye hath seen, nor ear hath heard, neither is any heart able to think. But as the joys are great and unspeakable, so are there few that do enjoy them. For straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Notwithstanding, O Heavenly Father, thou hast a little flock to whom it is thy pleasure to give the glories of the kingdom. There is a certain number of sheep that hear thy voice, whom no man is able to pluck out of thy hand, which shall never perish, to whom also thou shalt give eternal life. 
Make me therefore, O Lord, of that number, whom thou from everlasting hast predestinated to be saved, whose names also are written in the book of life. Pluck me out of the company of the stinking goats, which shall stand on thy left hand and be damned, and place me among those thy sheep, which shall stand on thy right hand and be saved. Grant me this, O merciful Father, for thy dear Son's sake, Jesus Christ our Lord. So shall I, enjoying this singular benefit at thy hand, and being placed in thy glorious kingdom, sing perpetual praises to thy godly majesty, which livest and reignest with thy dearly beloved Son, and the Holy Ghost, one true and everlasting God, world without end. A thanksgiving unto God for all his benefits. Thy benefits toward me, O most loving Father, are so great and infinite, whether I have respect unto my body or unto my soul, that I find not in myself how to recompense any part of thine unspeakable goodness towards me. But thou, which needest none of my goods, knowing our beggary, yea, our nothing, requirest of us for a recompense of thy kindness, only the sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. O Lord and merciful Father, what worthy thanks am I, poor and wretched sinner, able to give thee? Notwithstanding, trusting on thy mercy and favourable kindness, I offer unto thee in the name of Christ the sacrifice of praise, ever thanking thee most heartily for all thy benefits, which thou hast bestowed upon me, thine unprofitable servant, from the beginning of my life unto this present hour, most humbly beseeching thee to continue thy loving kindness towards me, and to give me grace so to walk worthy of this thy fatherly goodness, that when thou shalt call me out of this careful life, I may enjoy that most singular and last benefit, which is everlasting glory, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honour and praise for ever and ever. Amen. A prayer necessary to be said at all times. O bountiful Jesus, O sweet Saviour, O Christ the Son of God, have pity upon me, mercifully hear me, and despise not my prayers. Thou hast created me of nothing, thou hast redeemed me from the bondage of sin, death, and hell, neither with gold or silver, but with thy most precious body, once offered upon the cross, and thine own blood shed once for all for my ransom. Therefore cast me not away, whom thou by thy great wisdom hast made. Despise me not, whom thou hast redeemed, with such a precious treasure, nor let my wickedness destroy that which thy goodness hath builded. Now while I live, O Jesus, have mercy on me, for if I die out of thy favour, it will be too late afterward to call for thy mercy. While I have time to repent, look upon me with thy merciful eyes, as thou didst vouchsafe to look upon Peter thine apostle, that I may bewail my sinful life and obtain thy favour and die therein. I acknowledge that if thou shouldst deal with me according to very justice, I have deserved everlasting death. Therefore I appeal to thy high throne of mercy, trusting to obtain God's favour not for my merits, but for thy merits, O Jesus, who hast given thyself an acceptable sacrifice to thy Father to please his wrath, and to bring all sinners truly repenting and amending their evil life into his favour again. Accept me, O Lord, among the number of them that shall be saved. Forgive my sins, give me grace to lead a godly and innocent life. Grant me thy heavenly wisdom, inspire my heart with faith, hope, and charity. Give me grace to be humble in prosperity, patient in adversity, obedient unto my rulers, faithful unto them that trust me, dealing truly with all men, to live chastely in wedlock, to abhor adultery, fornication, and all uncleanness, to do good after my power unto all men, to hurt no man, that thy name may be glorified in me during this present life, and that I afterwards may obtain everlasting life, through thy mercy and the merits of thy passion. Amen. A prayer of Jeremiah, Jeremiah 31. O Lord, thou hast correct me, and thy chastening have I received as an untamed calf. Convert thou me, and I shall be converted, for thou art my Lord God. Yea, as soon as thou turnest me, I shall reform myself, and when I understand, I shall smite upon my thigh, for verily I have committed shameful things. O let my youth bear his reproof and confusion. Amen. A prayer when we are punished of God for our sins or trial. O Lord, thou art righteous, and all thy judgments are true. Yea, all thy ways are mercy, faithfulness, and judgment. 
and now o lord be mindful of me and take no vengeance of my sins neither remember the misdeeds of mine elders for we have not been obedient unto thy commandments therefore we are spoiled brought into captivity into death into derision and shame unto all nations among whom thou scattered us and now o lord thy judgments are great for we have not done according to thy commandments neither have walked innocently before thee and now o lord deal with me according to thy will and command my spirit to be received in peace for more expedient were it for me to die than to live a prayer of jeremiah jeremiah seventeen heal me o lord and i shall be whole save thou me and i shall be saved for thou art my praise behold these men say unto me where is the word of the lord let it now come whereas i nevertheless leading the flock in thy ways have compelled none with violence for i never desired any man's death this knowest thou well my words also were right before thee be not terrible unto me o lord for thou art he in whom i hope when i am in peril let my persecutors be confounded but not me let them be defrauded and not me thou shalt bring upon them the time of their plague and shalt destroy them right sore amen the blessing and thanksgiving that tobit the elder thanked god with at the end of his life tobit thirteen a great art thou lord god for evermore and thy kingdom world without end for thou scourgest and healest thou leadest unto hell and bringest out again and there is none that may escape thy hand o give thanks unto the lord ye children of israel and praise him in the sight of the heathen for among the heathen which know him not hath he scattered you to the intent that ye should show forth his miraculous works and cause them for to know that there is none other god almighty but he he hath chastened us for our misdeeds and for his own mercy's sake shall he save us consider then how he hath dealt with you and praise him with fear and dread and magnify the everlasting king in your works i will praise him even in the land of my captivity for he hath showed his majesty unto us a sinful people turn you therefore o ye sinners and do righteousness before god and be ye sure that he will show his mercy upon you as for me and my soul we will rejoice in god o praise the lord all ye his chosen hold the days of gladness and be thankful unto him a prayer of solomon for sufficing of livelihood proverbs thirty a two things i require of thee that thou wilt not deny me before i die remove from me vanity and lies give me neither poverty nor riches only grant me a necessary living lest if i be too full i deny thee and say what fellow is the lord and lest i being constrained through poverty fall into stealing and forswear the name of my god a prayer of nehemiah before god for the sins of the people second esdras one a lord god of heaven thou great and terrible god thou that keepest covenant and mercy for them that love thee and observe thy commandments let thine ears mark i beseech thee and let thine eyes be open that thou mayest hear the prayer of thy servant which i pray now before thee day and night for the children of israel thy servants and knowledge the sins of the children of israel which we have committed against thee and i and my father's house have sinned also we have been corrupt unto thee in that we have not kept the commandments laws and statutes which thou commandest thy servant moses yet call to mind the word that thou commandest thy servant moses and saidst if ye transgress then will i cast you abroad among the nations but if ye turn unto me and keep my commandments and do them though ye were cast out unto the utmost part of heaven yet will i gather you from thence even unto the place that i have chosen for my name to dwell there they are thy servants and thy people whom thou hast delivered through thy great power and mighty hand o lord let thine ears mark the prayer of thy servant and the prayer of thy servants whose desire is to fear thy name amen a prayer for sin which jeremiah teacheth the israelites to say jeremiah three e lo we turn unto thee we are thine for thou art the lord our god the hills fall and the pride of the mountains but the salvation of israel standeth only upon god our lord confusion hath devoured our father's labour from our youth up yea their sheep and bullocks their sons and daughters so do we also sleep in our confusion and shame covereth us 
for we and our fathers from our youth up unto this day have sinned against the Lord our God, and have not obeyed the voice of the Lord our God. Amen. A prayer in prosperity. Most merciful Father, which hast of thy gracious mercy without my deserving endued me abundantly with many gracious gifts, both spiritually and bodily, and hast hitherto preserved me from innumerable perils and dangers, both of soul and body and hast at this present bestowed upon me bodily health, wealth, and abundance of worldly substance, I most heartily thank thee, beseeching thee most humbly, so to illuminate my mind, that I may in all things be thankful unto thee for thy great benefits, and also during my life may freely bestow thy gracious gifts, to the glorifying of thy holy name, the advancement of thy honour, and profit of my neighbour. Grant this, most merciful Father, for thy Son Jesus Christ's sake, our only Saviour and Mediator. Amen. A Prayer in Adversity Almighty God, which for mine ingratitude and sinful life hast worthily punished me with much affliction and adversity, I most humbly beseech thee to give me grace utterly to detest and abhor my former wretched and sinful life, and to study daily for the amendment of the same that i may fully be persuaded that this affliction hath not chanced on me by casualty or misfortune but by thy foreknowledge counsel permission and determinate pleasure and that thou beatest me with this thy rod of fatherly correction not to the intent to cast me clean out of thy favour but because thou wouldst thereby nurture me and reclaim me to unfeigned repentance for my former life to be more circumspect of godly life hereafter to exercise my faith in thy godly promises to try me whether I will be patient and constant in adversity, to make me abhor the vain pleasures of this life, and finally, with fervent and continual desire, to long for the life everlasting. Wherefore I most heartily pray thee, vouchsafe to increase and strengthen my faith, hope, charity, and meekness, and that I may, without murmur or grudge, patiently bear this thy fatherly chastisement, specially grant me that I may daily more and more increase in fervent love towards thee. Wherefore I most heartily pray thee, vouchsafe to increase and strengthen my faith, hope, charity, and meekness, and that I may without murmur or grudge patiently bear this thy fatherly chastisement, specially grant me that I may daily more and more increase in fervent love towards thee. For thy holy word saith that to them that love God all things shall happen for the best, whether it be prosperity, or adversity, health or sickness, life or death. In consideration whereof I submit me wholly to thee, and fully surrender and resign all my will to thy most godly will and pleasure, which I nothing doubt shall end this mine affliction, so as shall be most meetest and agreeable to thine honour and glory, and to my most perfect wealth and everlasting salvation through Jesus Christ, our only Saviour, Redeemer, Advocate, and Mediator. So be it. A prayer to be said when the sick person is joyful and glad to die. O Lord Jesus Christ, I beseech thy mercy and goodness, that thou wilt strengthen and conduct my soul in the great journey which approacheth unto me. I believe that thou, for my sake, didst die and rise again, and that thou, through thy mercy, shalt forgive me all my sins, and that thou hast promised me everlasting life. Of this my belief, O Lord, shalt thou be witness with all thine elect. This shall also be my last will. In this faith, O Lord, do I die upon thine incomparable mercy. And if through pain or smart, impatience or other temptation, I should or would shrink from this faith, O Lord, I beseech thee, let me not stick in such unbelief and blasphemy, but strengthen and increase my faith, to the intent that sin, hell, and the devil may not hurt me. For thou art stronger and mightier than all they. To this do I steadfastly trust. Lord, let me not be confounded. Amen. A prayer. Lord, honour and thanks be unto thee, most merciful Lord Jesus Christ, for thy holy incarnation, for thy pains and bitter passion, through the which I know that thou art my Redeemer and Saviour, and believe that thou hast overcome sin, hell, and the devil, so that they cannot hurt me. To this do I only trust, upon this do I build, upon this standeth all my hope, in this trust and confidence will I be found. Only, Lord, be propitious and merciful unto me, even as I, according to thy faithful promises, do nothing doubt. O Lord, leave me not in this great distress, but deliver me from evil. Amen. 
a prayer for them that lie in extreme pangs of death. O pitiful physician and healer both of body and soul, Christ Jesus, vouchsafe to cast thy merciful eyes upon thy poor and sinful creature, N. M., who lieth here captive and bound with sickness, turning his weakness to thy glory and to his health. And vouchsafe, good Lord, to send him patience and sufferance, that he may steadfastly continue to the end, and that he may with a true and perfect faith fight manfully against all the temptations of the devil, when he may no longer continue. So be it. A general exhortation unto all men. Thou shalt reprehend thy brother when he sinneth, lest his offence come over all men. Be ye all of one mind, one suffer with another, love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, recompense not evil for evil, neither rebuke for rebuke, but contrariwise bless, and know that ye are called thereto, even that ye should be heirs of the blessing. For whoso listeth to live, and would fain see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil, and his lips, that they speak no guile. Let him eschew evil, and do good. Let him seek peace, and ensue it. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord beholdeth them that do evil. The Oration of Job in his most grievous adversity and loss of goods. Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I turn again. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. As it hath pleased the Lord, so is it done. Now blessed be the name of the Lord. The rulers of the people shalt thou not blaspheme. Fear the Lord and the King, and keep no company with the slanderers, for their destruction shall come suddenly. Thanks be given unto God, obedience unto our prince, and love to our neighbours. End of Sundry Godly Prayers for Diverse Purposes By The Church of England